Hey, this is Pastor Holly of Open Heart Sanctuary. Welcome to our podcast. We are so glad that you are here, and wherever you're listening from, we believe that God will transform your life through today's message. Be sure to subscribe so you can get these messages every week. I pray that you are blessed today. Amen, amen, and amen. My brothers and my sisters, if you will, this morning, turn with me in your life's owner's manual, your basic instructions before leaving the earth. Turn with me to the book of Exodus. This morning, we will be in the 14th chapter of the book of Exodus, and we're going to look at verse 14, then we're going to jump to verse 28, that is Exodus, the 14th chapter, excuse me. That's correct. Exodus, the 14th chapter, beginning with verse 14. And then going to verse 28. Amen. Let us rise, as is our custom. Exodus, the 14th chapter, beginning with verse 14, as recorded in the New King James Version of our Life's Owner's Manual, reads as follows. The Lord will fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. Verse 28 Then the waters returned and covered the chariots, the horsemen, and all the army of Pharaoh that came into the sea after them. Not so much as one of them remained, but the children of Israel had walked on dry land in the midst of the sea, and the waters were a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. So the Lord saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians. And Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the seashore. Thus Israel saw the great work which the Lord had done in Egypt. So the people feared the Lord and Believed the Lord and his servant Moses. Gracious Lord and Heavenly Father God, we ask that you clear our hearts, clear our minds, clear our souls this morning that we would receive a word from you. Consecrate me now to thy service, Lord, by the power of grace divine. 
Let my soul look up with steadfast hope and my will be lost in thine. Amen, amen, and amen. My brothers and my sisters, if you will this morning, meditate with me upon the thought. If God be for us, if God be for us, if God be for us. Our text this morning, my brothers and my sisters, is a familiar one. One in which we find ourselves at the point in life of the Israelites where they have been freed from the brutal tyranny of Pharaoh and the Egyptians. They find themselves slaves no more. They find themselves headed to their promised land. But, beloved, once again, once again they find themselves in yet another predicament. Although, you see, although God had already blessed them with their freedom, they are being persuaded, excuse me, they are being pursued by Pharaoh and the Egyptians. You see, the Egyptians realized that they made a mistake. They made a mistake by letting the Israelites go free. But What God wants us to focus on this morning is not so much about the Egyptians as it is about, of course, the Israelites. To have a better understanding of what God is doing and why God has allowed the Israelites to be pursued as they are. to have a better understanding spiritually of what God is doing and why God allows us to be in some of the current predicaments we find ourselves in, especially as a people, we must first understand the history of the Israelites, if God be for us. For 400 years, the Israelites were slaves to the Egyptians. 
However, prior to their enslavement, they led a rather prosperous life. But their circumstances changed. Anybody ever been there? Their circumstances changed. Their land, you see, was devastated by famine. And they found themselves without food. They found themselves facing food insecurities. But but because Joseph had the favor of the Pharaoh because of how he managed Pharaoh's properties, because of how he handled Pharaoh's business, because of how he handled Pharaoh's land, and because of how he planned ahead for, his, for this very famine, because you see, Joseph saw this coming. The Egyptians appeared to be their only hope. The Egyptians appeared to be their only hope. And as a result of their hopelessness, they gave themselves up as slaves in exchange for food and protection. They sold all of their land to Pharaoh for his abiding protection, and as a result, they ended up centralizing absolute political power in the hands of the Pharaoh. You see, they were not aware that they were relinquishing their very right to be. Anybody ever been there? You felt like you were invisible in your marriage? You felt like you're, you are, you feel like you are invisible in your relationships? You feel like you are invisible in your family. You feel like you are invisible on your job. You feel like you are invisible in your church. But even though they, the Israelites, had relinquished their very right to be, listen to this, God, God and God alone continued to see the best in them. God and God alone continued to see them for who they were because they were God's 
people. And God was theirs. I'm here to tell you this morning, my brothers and my sisters, just like God continued to see the Israelites for who they were, just like God continued to see the best in them, I am here to tell you that regardless of whatever circumstances you may find yourself in this morning, God and God alone continues to see the best in you, regardless, regardless, regardless of the decisions that you have made that may have put you in the place in which you find yourselves today, God, Sister Dunn, God, Brother Dunn, continues to see the best in you. God continues to see you, continues to see us for who we are. So stop. Stop letting your pharaohs play in your head telling you that you aren't good enough. Telling you that you are not worthy. Telling you that you are not deserving. Telling you that you'll never be anything. Telling you that you will never love. Telling you that you are not worth being loved. Let Pharaoh stop letting Pharaoh play in your head because if God before us. God sees you. God says you are worthy. God says you are deserving. God loves you. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. God sent Jesus that you might have life and might have life more abundantly. Hallelujah. God's God, be for us. We all want to be standing up and down, jumping, dancing, praising God for that message alone. If God be for us. Weeping. My favorite, one of my favorite passages. Weeping may endure for a night, but if God be for us, joy cometh in the morning. Hallelujah! I don't think anybody heard me. I said, weeping, pain, sorrow, suffering, indifference, weeping may endure for the night, but if God be for us, Joy cometh in the morning if God be for us. If God be for us. Because, my brothers and my sisters, because God 
continue to see the best in them. Because God continued to see them for who they really were. Because God heard their cries. Because he heard their pleas. God sent an emissary to deliver them from Ramses the Pharaoh, who, by the way, was not the same Pharaoh who showed Joseph favor. I mean, because after all, it has now been 400 years. God sent an emissary to deliver the Israelites out of their circumstances. And after sending 10 plagues to soften the heart of the Pharaoh, after sending 10 plagues to show Pharaoh that he was God and he alone was God, God also used the plagues to prove the exact same thing to the Israelites who, by the way, believe that God thank you Lord who, by the way, believe that God had forsaken them who believe that God had forgotten them who believe that God had deserted them who believe that God had given up on them Anybody ever been there? Anyone ever found themselves in such dire straits that you believe that God didn't hear your cries? That God had forgotten about you? That God didn't want to have anything to do with you? Just like God sent Moses as his emissary for the Israelites, God has done it again by sending an emissary on our behalf. And that emissary, I tell you this morning, my brothers and my sisters, is Jesus the Christ. But, I'm getting ahead of myself this morning. If, God be for us. Moses, you see, Moses was finally able to secure their freedom. Moses was finally able to secure the freedom of the Israelites, but the fight isn't over. The fight is not over just because they found themselves free. Not only, beloved, was the fight not over, but the lesson the Israelites had to learn hadn't, listen to this, had not been learned yet. You see, the Israelites wandered in the land, in the wilderness, for another 40 years after they had been set free. They found themselves 
It took another 40 years of wandering when it should in reality have only taken approximately about 11 days. 11 days. Why, you must ask yourselves, why did it take 40 years to do an 11-day trip? When I saw that, that was my first question. Why did it take 40 years for them to do an approximately 11-day trip? You see, God God needed to destroy doubts and fears. It took the deaths of previous generations to be able to erase and dispel the doubts and fears of those previous generations. The enslaved Israelites did not believe that God would deliver them out of their circumstances, which they themselves had gotten themselves into. God needed to destroy their doubt. God needed to destroy their fear. He needed to destroy their disbelief and their lack of faith. You see, God needed the Israelites to be totally and completely reliant upon no one else but him. And he used the Egyptians chasing after them to the Red Sea to accomplish this. You see, When the Israelites, when the Israelites saw the Egyptians chasing after them, they told Moses, catch this, when they saw Pharaoh and his army chasing after them, they said to Moses that he should have let them stay slaves and that he should have let them die in the circumstances that they were in. They had become so accustomed to their circumstances. They had become so accustomed, Brother Dunn, to living in fear... They have become so accustomed to living in abject poverty, living below their potential. They have become so accustomed to living in despair that they just could not accept this change. 
this freedom, this newfound freedom. What they had done was normal lies their despair. Anybody ever been there now that you hear this story? What have you normalized in your life? Let me say that again. What have you normalized in your life this morning that God needs to get you to your Red Sea so that your pharaohs can be drowned if God be for us? You see, God needed to change the hearts of the Israelites. God needed the Israelites to understand their covenant relationship with him. He needed them to understand that because of their covenant relationship with him, that no weapon formed against them would prosper. God needed them to understand that because of their relationship with him, that there was no thing that was impossible. There was no thing. There was no thing that was impossible with him. God needed them to understand that because of their covenant relationship with him, that his word would not return unto him void. He needed them to understand that because of their covenant relationship with him, that he would establish those things that have already been decreed and declared. God needed them to understand that he was the Alpha and the Omega, that he was the which is, the which was, and the which is to come. Hallelujah. God needed them to understand that if God be for us, if God be for us, If God be for us. So God, so God lets Pharaoh and the Egyptians chase them So God lets Pharaoh and the Egyptians chase the Israelites, and the Israelites get to what appears to be an uncrossable body of water, the Red Sea. 
in scholarly circles, it's believed to actually have been the Reed Sea. I don't believe that. But at God's direction, Moses stretches forth his hand and the Lord causes the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night. And he made the sea dry land and the waters were divided. And the Israelites went into the midst of the sea upon the dry ground. And the Egyptians pursued and went in after them. All Pharaoh's horses, all Pharaoh's chariots, all Pharaoh's horsemen. And it came to pass in the morning, watch, that the Lord took off their chariot wheels. And they drove them so heavily that the Egyptians said, let us flee. Let us flee from the face of Israel. For the Lord fighteth for them. If God be for us. Finally, my brothers and my sisters, we see the conclusion. And again, at God's direction, Moses stretches forth his hand and the waters, <coughs> and the waters recede. The Lord saved the Israelites that day out of the hand of the Egyptians and the Israelites saw the great work which the Lord did upon the Egyptians and the people feared the Lord and believed the Lord and his servant. Weeping, my brothers and my sisters, may endure for a night. But joy but joy cometh in the morning if God be for us. Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you for joining us today. A special thanks goes out to those of you who give generously to this ministry. It's because of you that this ministry is possible. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends and family. Again, we thank you for listening. Now go out and live a victorious life.